Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's beautiful 6th of June, 2023, 79 years since the D-Day invasion. Allied forces took France from the evil Nazi Germany. This episode of the Krusty Connect podcast is what I'm going to call the Tuesday rant. So every Tuesday, I'll be putting an episode up on just my rant and rage over things that are affecting us every day. So please stay tuned. And uh, listener and viewer discretion is advised. I smoke cigarettes and tend to swear a lot. See you in a bit. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada. This is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Christing Up Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. This is the first episode of what I'm going to call the Tuesday Rants, where I rant and rave and rage and bitch and moan about uh, life as we see it in this country. Anyhow, I got no fancy uh, limericks or uh, articles or points of, of uh, view other than my own for this show. So please stick around. If you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe. You can also find the Krusty Connect Podcast on various platforms, platforms such as uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble. And a special thank you once again to all of my Rumblers out there. I've got a few more subscribers, so cheers to you, gentlemen, and fine ladies out there. Thank you very much for subscribing. And to the rest of you fine people who have subscribed to me on Twitter and other platforms too. So let's get on with the show. June 6, 1944. Allies invaded Normandy, France, to take away the German stronghold to win the tides of a nasty and fucking unjust war. But let's take a look at society at that time, too, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I've seen enough Twitter feeds on there to last me a lifetime about how some of our politicians have praised those individuals and praised the men that praised the men that stormed those beaches and the casualties on all sides casualties in Canada, casualties of the British, casualties of the Australians. The, Zealanders, uh, the Dutch that resisted, the French that resisted, and our American friends that died in the thousands. Now, when I look back at that history, that's something to be proud of. That's part of a history that I wasn't part of. I was never there. I'm not that old, but I've had grandparents that were there. I had a grandfather that fought with the Essex Scottish and got as far as Holland where he got wounded. I also have a few people that I know personally that took the time to speak to us when we were high school kids to tell us some of the horrors and some of the valor and some of the dangerous things they had to go through and witness while they were kicking Nazi Germany's ass. I've also had the honor of talking to veterans that served in Korea. And the past couple of years, I've had the honor of talking to some Canadians, discreetly, mind you, who served in the United States Marines and the United States Army during the Vietnam War. So perspectives are different in every phase of combat. My perspective was different when I saw combat in Afghanistan. Now, mind you, I was only there for a couple of tours. The last one being the tough one because we lost a couple of fellas. And uh, there were tough days. But needless to say, my experience has given me quite the insight when it comes to today's society. Now, when I look at today's society in regards to equality and inclusivity, I'm sure we have it. 
Now, I wasn't raised in a household where I look at somebody on the color of their skin or their gender or their sexual preference. I look at somebody because they have what it takes. That's just the ethic I was taught as a child. Now, my childhood wasn't perfect, and neither was yours, ladies and gentlemen. But when I see a lot of these kids on their Twitter feeds, and I will call them kids. I'm not blaming kids. It's just the mentality that, that tries to back up their claim. They'll sit there and they'll make fun of the convoy for standing up for freedom and, and to stop these mandates. But they won't make fun of politicians that have incurred these mandates, who have taken money literally out of their pockets in the name of safety and comfort. So when I look at the, the, the men and women of the decade who fought in D-Day, they had more balls, more kahunas, and more common sense than what we have running the shots in Canada as we speak. Right. <coughs> they have more, or they had more drive and determination. Not, not all of them are around anymore. But this is a generation of people that survived the Great Depression who came from a generation of people who didn't have social uh, programs, who didn't have welfare, who didn't have EI, didn't have cell phones, didn't have the internet. They wanted to communicate. They wrote letters. They get made phone calls, or they'd actually walk to their neighbor's place to say, hey, Bill, how you doing? Oh, hey, Stella, how are you? Neighborhood, community, sense of community, meaning a community where you're helping each other get ahead and get along rather than trying to promote this so-called proletariat we're seeing today in our schools and our colleges and, of course, in some of our workplaces, especially workplaces that promote the ESG. So when I look at the victory of D-Day, I look at it as really conquering evil. But when I see these SJWs sitting around and talking about how, oh, oh, well, they fought Nazis, and just like we're fighting Nazis too. Name some of the Nazis you're fighting. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. See, what gets me is that all these so-called activists now, they're not fighting for fairness. They're not fighting to be heard. They're fighting for the sake of it because someone's feelings are hurt or because someone's not getting what they want when they want it. They forget the same principle. The basic principle is getting out there and hustling and working for something. Okay. So I don't give a shit what degree you have. I don't care where your education lies. Okay. What I care about is that you live in a country where you can do that and you have the right to sit and bitch about it, just like everybody else does. But when you sit there and you point fingers at people and call them Nazis and fascists and, oh, my God, you're such a tyrant, look at the people that you're catering to. You're supposed to ask your professor the tough questions. You're supposed to ask your employer the tough questions. You're supposed to ask your MPP and MP and MLAs and representatives, municipal, provincial, and federal alike, the tough questions. That's what those men and women fought and died for. So you have the ability to have that democracy and thrive. Now, we are sitting on the cusp of something that can be just as devastating as the Normandy invasion. We don't know what's going to happen with Russia and Ukraine. We don't know what's going to happen with China and the United States. We live in a country right now where we have a government that rather praises uh, an individual based on their color and gender and sexual preference rather than their actual body of work. We live in a country where politicians are making decisions based on race and gender and identity rather than actual merit 
rather than promoting the welfare of somebody because she has what it takes or because he has what it takes or because they have what it takes. Okay. We live in a country right now where we have grown ass men. Okay. Who are wearing suggestive clothing who are more or less more than willing to dance in front of little kids. And there are guardians and parents and bureaucrats out there alike who think, Oh, that's so brave. No, fuck you. Bravery is sitting in a landing craft, puking your guts up, shit in your pants, getting off said landing craft and being shot at with machine gun fire. That's bravery. Putting on makeup and saying you're this when you're really that, that's not bravery. That's just charading. That's pretending. That's acting. Kind of like what Tom Hanks did in Saving Private Ryan, acting. But when you watch that movie, that kind of gives you some a little bit of insight. Now, I myself personally, who has been shot at, who has seen tracer rounds fly over his head and hearing the cracks and thumps of battle. That's fucking bravery, too. And I'm not saying that to my own horn. I'm saying because that is my lived experience. And I hope to God some of you don't get to see that experience. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And welcome back, back to episode 209, ladies and gentlemen, of my Tuesday rant, D-Day anniversary, and what's changed. Really, what's changed? Now, it's because of that war. <coughs> you have better programs, better health, better medicine. Better factories, people got along better too. And regardless of the old grudges and the old, how do you say, bearing the hatchet, okay? How many people out there still hate Germans? How many people out there still hate Japanese? Okay. How many people out there still hate the Italians because of what Benito Mussolini did? Not too many, okay? Not too bloody many. We learn to overcome and adapt. You learn to accept. I'm not judging Germany based on what Hitler did. I'm not going to judge Japan based on what uh, uh, Emperor Toto, Tito, whatever his name was. Sorry, I got to brush up on my Japanese history. But the Emperor of Japan, what he did. I'm not going to hate Italians because of what Benito Mussolini did. All three of those men were equal tyrants in their own way. And they captivated, manipulated, and bullshitted their way into their tyranny, into their leadership, into whatever victories they had. Same as Stalin. Same as Mao Zedong, same as Pol Pot, Hu Chi Minh, Fidel Castro, the Comandante. And yet there's still pockets of people out there that look at these men as heroes. How many men did they kill? How many Germans were killed under Hitler's regime? How many Italians died under Benito Mussolini? How many Japanese died during their little conquest of the Pacific? Okay, then you get into the late 40s, early 50s, mid 50s. How many people died under Hu Chi Minh? How many people died under Pol Pot? How many people died under Mao Zedong or Tong, whatever you pronounce it? How many people died under Stalin? And there's people out there that sit and want to promote this proletariat and promote this. Oh my God, you're a fascist. Oh my God, you're, you're a racist. Oh my God, you're a sexist. You're a bigot. All these buzzwords trying to justify certain people's lack of critical thought. It's because of the individuals in World War II that gave us the right again to use critical thought. To get out there and promote it. So if you do believe in communism, then put some critical thought into it. If you believe in democracy, put some critical thought into it. 
All we see is those NPC drawings we see online, those little gray figures going, ah, vaccines are cool. NASA are cool. Ah, ah, orange man bad. Ah, PP bad. Trudeau good. Trudeau good. That's all we're seeing. Because people out there are afraid to be vulnerable and afraid to use their fucking noggin. Okay? Now, I never claimed to be university educated because, frankly, I never fucking wanted to be in university. But I'm not condemning anybody who was or who did or who is going to school to better their lives. By all means, go right ahead. But if you're going to spend forty dollars to $80,000 or $100,000 on education, I hope to whatever God out there, you get something out of it. And that you do find the success that you think you deserve because you worked for it. Right? But there's also nothing wrong with being a tradesperson. Nothing wrong with fixing stoves or fixing cars or fixing or building houses. Nothing wrong with laying tarmac. Nothing wrong with collecting garbage. Nothing wrong with any man or woman that wants to go out there and work to better their lives. But when you hire people, i.e. elect people, to look after the important things like inflation, the economy, defense, intelligence, and all-around safety and security, they should look after that. But instead, we don't have that. <coughs> we have people that say they're progressing, but they're regressing, they're, they're regressing us, taking more of our money to look after their debts. They're not saving the planet, and you and I know this. They're not looking after the, the environment. They're looking after their environment, looking after their comfort and their safe spaces. While they peddle us bullshit, okay? I was watching today David Johnston being questioned in committee in Ottawa. And I tell you, that's probably three hours I'll never get back. All these non-answers, 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 non-answers. And of course, the left-wing media is all over thinking, oh my God, why are they giving this guy such a hard time? Probably because he's full of shit. Probably because he's a special friend of the Trudeau family, who became a special rapporteur, a rap, 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 rapporteur, to say, nothing to see here, folks. And yet there was plenty to see there. Plenty to see. Plenty of corruption. Plenty of it. Plenty of corruption there. It's right there in the pudding. It was self-explanatory when Justin mentioned it a few months back that, oh, I'm going to have a special rapporteur, and it's going to be David Johnson. Oh, an ex-governor general who has some kind of relation to the Trudeau Foundation and a family friend. Why couldn't you hire Peter Mansbridge? Why couldn't you hire an ex-Supreme Court justice? Why couldn't you hire an ex-politician from, let's say, 20 years ago that made a difference? Why couldn't you hire a proper investigative journalist that's not afraid to ask the tough fucking questions? And they're still there, ladies and gentlemen. Hell. You should have put Rex Murphy on that. He would have done a fine fucking job. But that's just me, though, right? What do I know? Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe. Share this content over your social media platforms. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble, too. And when you look at the little red lines, you can also find my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, too. That's if they decide to add them or not. Last time I checked podcast is there but if you want to just keep it simple you can check me out on podbean crustycanuck.podbean.com you can find my podcast and listen away at your leisure ladies and gentlemen I'd like to make this a full-time commitment so please consider donating links will be in the description uh, buy me a coffee app and other apps there too if you'd like to donate to me it would really help me out if you could i'm not going to sit and beg for coin 
I'm not going to be those individuals that thinks they're entitled to magical things just because they're alive. I believe I'm working for something. And here I am presenting a product to you, submitted for your approval, and you can decide. And that's what we should do, right? When I look at the guys in D-Day, they fought for democracy and freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, freedom to be and do what you want to do. Now, if those gentlemen were still alive today, what do you think they would have to say about it? If my grandparents were alive today, what would they have to say about what's going on? What would my fallen comrades back in Afghanistan have to say about what's going on? Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I've dealt with a few people on Twitter and a few other people on social sites talking about how, well, my great uncle did this and my grandfather did that and my dad went over here and did this. Good. What the fuck did you do? What did you do? Did you fight for something? Were you fighting in the streets of Montreal and Toronto during the 1930s? Were you out there waving your flags and signs in the 1960s against the Vietnam War? Were you fighting for equality in the 1970s? Were you fighting against the free trade proposal in the 1980s? Were you taking a stand against the government when they started treating the people of Oka like crap? Is that what you were doing? Did you do anything about that too? Or did your grandfather and your uncle provide a good education for you so you can go to school and graduate and become a doctor or a lawyer or a scientist or an engineer and live a good life in the 1980s as as a yuppie you know protest and fight the good fight but god you love your fucking money don't you because we all know how the 80s worked out for a lot of people a lot of people got rich a lot of those old hippies and activists that stood up against the vietnam war Became rock and rollers, became great musicians, became, became one hell of an influence in the music scene. They also got rich too. Some of those students that fought in the streets in Toronto, in Chicago, in Detroit, in Montreal, all around the world. Some of them became excellent lawyers. Some of them became excellent doctors. Some of them became excellent physicians, scientists, and politicians too. Then they turn around and say, you have to give us more money to save the world. Did they storm any beaches, ladies and gentlemen? Did you guys storm any beaches? We didn't storm any beaches in Afghanistan, but we dismounted quickly. We prepped grenades. We called in for fire. We called in fast air. A lot of thumps, booms, cracks, a lot of tracer rounds, a few screams, a few cries for help. I ask you guys out there who sit and brag about your parents and your grandparents' endeavors, what did you do? Think about that. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just to remind you, too, ladies and gentlemen, you like and hear what you see, please Click like and subscribe and comment on this podcast too. Uh, click like and subscribe and comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble. Just looking at my Instagram page. And I'm having some trouble loading um, the podcast there too, but you can still follow me on all those pages. Uh, do what you think is right. And if you want to donate, please donate. You'll find descriptions and donations in my description.
uh, how to donate and where to donate to. And once again, thank you to my rumblers out there who have really gave me a hand uh, the past little while by subscribing and commenting too. So one more round of applause for all my rumblers out there. Thank you very much for your great service. But uh, as I rant and rave even more, like I said, this is the Tuesday rant podcast. Unite podcast. Still, it's a regular podcast episode, but I'm going to give it a special night because I'm going to do this every Tuesday. And like I promised my last episode, I'm going to make sure that there's an episode up every Tuesday for you, my wonderful audience, and everybody who has backed me up this far the past five years. So you guys are awesome. Thank you very much for your kind words. But um, like I said, June, June 6th is a day in history we should all celebrate. And remember, just like... We remember November 11th, right? To my American friends, uh, I, I don't like saying happy Memorial Day. I know I posted that on my Facebook, but uh, we honor and respect you guys too because we, we fought side by side, you know, brothers in arms against a known enemy. And regardless of what people are saying right now, what, what is fascism and what is totalitarianism, a lot of those yahoos are gaslighting and they're promoting it themselves, by what to say in school, what to be taught in school, what you can read, what you can't read, what to put in your body, what you can't put in your body. Yet these are the same individuals that sit there and say, oh, abortion's everyone's right. Well, I'm not seeing anyone against abortion. There's a lot of people that I know who don't agree with it. But if you're not going to force a woman, or if you're going to try to force a woman to have an abortion, then why are you going to force us with more jabs? You see what I mean here? Your body, your choice. I agree to that. Just like it's my choice not to get a jab. Just like it's your choice not to get a jab. Or if you want to get a jab, your choice. So we're seeing some slight contradictions here too. And some of these orders and regulations are coming from bureaucrats that are my age and a bit older. right? And those individuals that are a bit older that are calling the shots are the old hippies and the old protesters who fought the good fight that are telling us not to fight and not to question. They're a thought, right? Like old Cartman there from that episode where he became a cop. Make my thought, We saw a lot of that during the pandemic, though, didn't we, ladies and gentlemen? So to honor those individuals that gave the ultimate sacrifice in D-Day, I honor you, and I remember, and I respect you. And they're Americans, Aussies, Brits, Canadians alike. Ooh-ah. Heard, understood, acknowledged. It's that simple. And you know, let's, I'm going to end this rant on this note here, too, before I get too angry. Um, you know, advertising, no specials here, too. If you like and hear what you see, click, like, and subscribe. You can find links to my shop in my description. Please pick yourself up a, a hat or a T-shirt, a couple of stickers, a couple of buttons. Uh, summertime's coming, so i got some lovely swimsuits for you ladies out there, too. Uh, some shorts, uh, more hats, and other paraphernalia with the Krusty logo on it. So when you support my shop, you're not just supporting me, but I also, when I do make enough money, I give a healthy donation to the Veterans Association Food Bank in Calgary and Edmonton, respectively, out here in Alberta. So, but like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. Let us remember our fallen. And that includes everybody else who has gone that extra mile for people. Firefighters, police officers, paramedics, ER doctors, nurses. And a special thank you out there too to the power workers that sorted out our power issue yesterday. Uh, those men and women were out there fixing the hydro lines in record time. So when the power goes out, just have some faith and know that someone's got your back. Make sure your lights come on too. 
We don't respect power workers enough, and we should. So another salute and a hats off to those individuals that started our power issue yesterday during our storm. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Like I say, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 6th of June, 79th anniversary of D-Day, 2023. I wish nothing but good things for you all out there. I wish prosperity. I wish you to thrive, and I wish you to do well in all of your endeavors, ladies and gentlemen. And like I always say, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast.